Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis, and I'm going to be tackling a question that someone sent in to me that I actually get quite a lot during my live streams and especially when I'm doing the coaching for the bootcamp. I always hear from people who are interested in becoming a polyglot themselves and they have this question of when do I know it's right to move on to the next language? And if you imagine a polyglot, you may think of somebody who juggles multiple languages at the same time. So if you want to speak Spanish and French, then you start from day one with both your Spanish and your French books, and you're studying them consistently, or you're getting practice or whatever it may be. And over time, both languages develop, and that's how you do it. And it is true that you will find polyglots online. You'll find YouTube polyglots who are very skilled at taking on multiple projects from scratch. And some of them may even have great tips for how to do that. And if so, great, that might work for you. For me personally, though, I can't do that. And it's not something I recommend for most people, especially newcomers into learning languages, that if your end goal is that you want to speak two or more languages fluently, what I recommend you do is pick one now. I know it's hard that maybe both of them have a special place in your heart, but try to pick whichever one is a bigger priority in your life or that you know you can maintain a passionate drive for for a longer time and focus on that language until you get it to at least a B2 level. And just as a refresher, that means upper intermediate or essentially that you could function in easygoing social situations in the language. doesn't mean you've completely finished learning the language because the C-levels takes you on to mastery where you could work professionally in the language, but the B2 level is something I feel is achievable within realistic enough time spans for most people. It doesn't have to be the three months that I'm well known for my crazy projects. It can be a year or something like that, whatever happens to work for you and how busy you are. But the point is, I recommend you aim for that. And one of the main reasons is, there's several reasons actually, like one of them is that focus is just so much better. If you're learning two languages at the same time, you're splitting your attention in multiple directions and each one is getting a lot less momentum to move forward. So that's one of the problems. But another problem is interference. And if you're learning two languages simultaneously, you might learn some basic new vocabulary. And then when you're speaking the second other language that you're learning, that vocabulary is going to overspill into that language. And it becomes a huge problem when you get into polyglotism of mixing up your languages. And this has happened to me so many times with languages that especially that I'm below the B2 level at. Like was when I was learning Korean this year, the words kept coming into my brain from Chinese just because I had a somewhat similar experience in that part of the world. And there are actually some words in Mandarin that do transfer over to Korean. So I kept wanting to say Mandarin words in Korean. 
And it's because my Korean was so weak that it was going to get interfered with uh, with other languages. So if you stick to one language, it means you're not going to be a polyglot in the short term. But you will get that language to this B2 and above level. And what happens when you are at that stage is it's like you've built this wall in your mind around the language. You've fortified it that it's not going to get attacked from other languages. It's not going to get that interference. And that means that when you start the next language, you can actually take a break from it. And it's why I don't learn languages simultaneously. I am either learning one completely new language to me and focused entirely on that language, or I'm in maintenance mode. Like right now, as I'm recording this, I'm not learning a new language but I am maintaining my several languages. I've been maintaining my French, my Catalan, my Spanish, and my Portuguese, all four of them, pretty consistently. But the reason I can do that is because three out of those four languages are very solidly well above B2 and safely into the C levels. My Catalan is a little weaker, um, but I did get that up to a B1, a lower intermediate level. So um, I can be a bit more flexible on the rules with that. And I, I don't have a huge project with that Catalan. So it's okay that it's not going to get very far. I'm literally only going to be in Andorra for two days. So it's fine. I accept that I'm not going to have the most wonderful, amazing results from learning it at the same time as maintaining my other languages. But when I'm truly dedicated, I can only do it for one language at a time. So if you want to be a polyglot, pick one language, stick to that language until it is very solidly fluent. And that's, you know what I say when I'm, when I mean fluent, I mean that conversational, like social equivalency with things you would typically do in your mother tongue in social situations. And when it's at that level, you can take a break from it. You can take a break for three months, six months, a year. And the half-life of how that language deteriorates is a lot less impacted by that time compared to how it would be with lower-level languages. So with the languages that I've learned, and I only made it to the A2 or the B1 level, when I took a long break from that language and tried to come back, I could barely remember anything. And I was super weak at the language. And it was almost like starting over. It's not quite like starting over because refreshing a language, it comes back to you relatively quickly. But I could not use those languages at the drop of a hat. Whereas my B2 and above languages, I can take breaks from them. And this is why while I was in South Korea, I took a break from all my best languages. And I was not using any Spanish or French or any of the other ones with any kind of consistency. But then now as I dive back into them, it's not like I've forgotten how to speak them because I got them to such a good level that I'm never going to forget how to speak them now. They're just going to be there ready for me to use because I put in the work to fortify them in my brain. And this is a a truly long-term project. You have to decide years from now if you want to be a polyglot, then take it one language at a time. This is my advice on the subject. It's definitely not definitive. You will find polyglots who disagree with me on this, who would take it in a different direction. And you may well be the kind of person that would work with that. But in my opinion, 
most people, most newcomers to languages who aspire to be polyglots are much better suited to taking it one language at a time, doing it sequentially instead of simultaneously. And that's essentially what I did for the first years. I kept taking one language, then the other, never multiple languages at once unless I was in maintenance mode. So um, I know that's a question that comes up quite a lot. So hopefully you feel I've addressed that. I hope I've inspired some of you guys to dive into your own Polyglot projects. And for people who do want to take on multiple projects, we have the resources for that. We have a a Polyglot aspect and course line within the bootcamp um, for people who are feeling a little ambitious and maybe want to take on two languages at once, because I know some people feel like they can do that. We actually have a path for you because I may say this, but Shannon from the bootcamp, who is one of our coaches, she actually does take on multiple languages at once and she has a very different approach. So if you feel you would align more with that, one of our coaches can actually help you with that. So make sure to check out languagehacking.com slash BC to look into our bootcamp. It can definitely help you with either a polyglot project or your main core language that you want to learn moving ahead into 2024. I'm sure we can help you with that. So check it out. And otherwise, thank you very much for listening. And until the next time, very happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis and produced by Kitachai Boonthong, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. The theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and happy language learning.